Oh yeah, I'm gonna see the sun today. I don't care if the clouds come calling, I'll push them all away. Today I'm in my prime, slow walking, looking fine, taking my time. Sometimes my thoughts try to run away from me, especially little dark thoughts. Those fuckers are always trying to take over, but not today. I won't let them. Today, I control what I see, and I want brightness. Today, I'll see sunshine. You control your perception. Let me say that again. I need to hear it again too. You control your perception. I struggle with that idea mostly because it's hard to like rein in my emotions. They've been driving the car, turning the wheel for so long that I sometimes question whether they have consulted me at all. I'm Jill Hodge, writer and host of Let the Verse Flow a bi-weekly personal growth podcast where I share my special mixtape of stories, poems, and music that's designed to help you turn your struggles into strength. It's a new brand of self-improvement. The opinions I express here are my own and not a substitute for professional help. If you need someone to talk to, please reach out to a mental health professional. Now, sit back and relax and listen to my reflections from the bright side of the beat. Before COVID hit, I was going to weekly Buddhist meditation classes at a local church on Monday nights after work. The class was led by an incredible teacher, an older woman who said she had come to Buddhism late in life, but who was wildly articulate about Buddhist teachings, what she called Dharma. It was almost like sorcery but somehow she was able to communicate what I thought were very complicated Buddhist teachings into simpler forms that felt doable. The biggest principle she kept talking about was the concept of delusions. A delusion is a thought that disrupts our ability to see things clearly. It's a distorted way of looking at ourselves and those around us and the world. Examples that I relate to the most are anger and fear and how my thinking gets clouded when anger and fear have taken over my mind. Delusions disrupt the possibility of having a peaceful state of mind. And it's said that our moments of suffering are caused by our delusions. And without those thoughts, we are able to experience more happiness. Some aspect of our unhappiness is caused by the delusions that we let hold space in our mind. And meditation can be a gateway to release those delusions and reduce suffering as your mind gets to a greater state of clarity. I like to think of it this way. Uh, There is suffering caused by the reality of experiences, say the illness of a loved one, which can call up sadness or anger or fear in your mind. And the mind can add to that suffering through the messages and perception that you have about your experience. You know, do you start ruminating, running a negative narrative through your mind in an unending spin? 
If so, then calming the mind and the effect of the delusions on it can help you lessen some of the sadness you feel about the life experience. The thoughts that we carry around tend to reinforce the idea that our feelings are our reality and that we and our feelings are the center of the universe. But in these classes, I was learning that releasing that self-centeredness of my thoughts and recognizing that my reality is largely based on those thoughts and those ideas, it was beginning to kind of rock my world. I was beginning to get this idea. And I was mulling it over and wondering if I could get to a place where I quieted my mind so that I could bring it to a more peaceful, happy place, which would in turn color my life experiences. Instead of looking outward to find happiness from certain joyful or pleasurable things that might happen to me, I was beginning to realize that I could call about an inner peace and build my own happy state. As a beginner, I'd started testing out the theory on my daily subway rides. I wondered if the way I felt about my crappy, stress-filled ride was related to my mindset. You know, it was me hanging on to a negative viewpoint instead of accepting the delay or hassle of the subway as a mere happening. I'm simplifying things ridiculously here, but the idea that I was testing was whether I did have some control over my perception of reality and how I was seeing the world was also coloring it and shaping it. This is related to the idea that we manifest some of our feelings by staying attached to our concept, which is usually a negative one, of how the world is operating. Now, I can only take this so far. Um, There are so many terrible things in the world that objectively, I must say, are so troubling that I have a very, very difficult time thinking about them in a different way. I find it hard to extend this idea of creating my perception to include some of these troubling situations. Politics, war, race relations, homelessness, the list goes on. I guess I find it hard to see how this fits into a more global societal sense of happiness and peace. And perhaps that isn't the right way to look at it. Perhaps this is about your personal perception and how it shapes your individual experience. On a personal level, I can believe that I do have some control over how I perceive my world. How I look at subway delays is within my power of control. And if I can change my perception of some of these like smaller hassles and challenges, I can improve my sense of self-direction and peace of mind. With that kind of positive state of mind, I move around the world affecting it in positive ways. And perhaps that's the global effect in action. It starts out as a personal practice, but its impact can be felt on a larger scale as we interact with the world. Here's an example of how it played out recently on a personal level. I take the train to Westchester most Sundays to visit my mom, who now lives in an assisted living facility. It's a pleasant enough ride, um, but it means that I have to wake up very early in the morning on my day off. Um, and take two subways to get to Grand Central and then take the commuter train and then walk 20 minutes to the facility, you know, times two, there and back. It's a really long day, Um, but it's made better instantly as soon as I lay eyes on my sweet mom. Her smile makes up for it, um, but sometimes I feel sort of depressed while I'm taking the train. And the gray days of winter don't help. But on the particular day that I wrote the poem I'm sharing with you today, 
I didn't see the gray clouds. Instead, I saw the sun trying to peek out. I looked at things from a different point of view, from a more positive place, and the ride was better. I did have some small control over one aspect of the commute. I couldn't control the alarm going off so early on a Sunday. I couldn't control the smell of urine in the subway or the dark clouds, these gray clouds overhead. But I could control what I chose to see from the train car window that day. I saw the sun and it warmed me up. It brightened my mood. It was also proof that I could have a say in my mood by gaining control of my perception. And if I could do it once, I could do it again. Here's the poem that I wrote that day on the train. It's called Shine On. It's a gray day. I want to say the sky is charcoal, but really it's silver. Heavy clouds, a darker scheme against a shimmer. That shimmer, you ask? It's the sun trying to peek out. The sun's still there, casting through, going long, stretching out. A soul's touch to let the gray feel its warm presence. It may sound like I'm in this gray day, but I'm not. You should get out too. I'm observing, thinking about the contrast between this and that day when the sky pierced my eyes and the sting of sun rays made me flinch. I wasn't mad. I breathed into it and let the warmth cascade over all of me. But this gray day is in transition. It's not even here to stay. The clouds aren't serious. They're simply in the way. Layers of gray that can't make up their mind. Which color will they land on? They have no claim, no hold on the hue they cast. They will melt away and be replaced. A placeholder for another day when the sky is shades of sherbet and citrus dances in our hearts. This sky is trifling. Let's fling it over our shoulders, dump it alongside some dusty road, and move on past it. Don't let it color your mood, bring you down, make deep thoughts well out of nothingness. This gray day wouldn't really speak of gray at all if it weren't for the sun trying to make it look so. Remember, it's silver, and silver shines, and we shine from its reflection. Shine on then, shine on. Some days later, after I'd written the first version of this poem, for whatever reason, I happened to listen to Pharrell Williams' song, Just a Cloud Away. Um, He sings about the contrast between our rainy days, you know, those temporary but uncomfortable states of mind, and the sunny days that show up later. You know, it's a song about sort of questioning, would the sunny days be as powerful, as beautiful, and as uplifting as they are if it weren't for the gray days? I don't think so. It's the contrast. The contrast makes the sunshine feel that much more special. 
Sunshine is right around the corner. You may not see it at this moment, but it's coming for you. And you'll appreciate it all the more because you've known gray days. Check out Pharrell's song. I'm sure you've heard it, um, Just a Cloud Away. It's on the season one playlist. Um, It's a song that I think just makes you happy. And it, it reminds you that we all have those sort of cloudy days, but there is sunshine and it's right around the corner. But how do we start to change our perception of these gray days? Perhaps bring in some sunshine of our own making by changing our thoughts, reframing our thoughts and our thinking. Here are two ideas to consider and try out. The first is to devote five minutes uh, to meditation or stillness and push out all the rumination and negative thoughts. You can do a simple breathing meditation and you'll find a link to a video in the show notes that talks about how to do this type of breathing meditation. Many of the ideas on this breathing meditation come from the Kadampa Meditation Center in New York City. It's the group that sponsored the meditation classes that I've gone to. And in this video, you'll be asked to push out all of your thoughts, if you can, and give yourself a brief pause, a respite from like the internal chatter that probably goes on in your head. You're creating space for yourself. Maybe five minutes of peace where you aren't paying attention to the distracting, usually worrisome thoughts. And in those five minutes, you can begin to get a taste of happier moments. Where does the happiness come from? Well, when you let go of the worrisome thoughts, your mind takes on a peaceful state. Um, It's thought that your mind is naturally peaceful. And when these distracting thoughts aren't overlaid or embedded on it, the mind becomes or it returns to its naturally peaceful state. Other key points from the video include experimenting with morning meditation. Do a breathing meditation in the morning and then take that sort of peaceful meditative state with you throughout the day. Try to carry it with you as your day unfolds. And as you check in with yourself throughout the day, notice when the peace leaves. When during the day does the peace sort of go away? and see which situations disrupt your peace. We can tackle those situations later, but for now we are just focusing on moments of peace. Moments of control over our thinking can empower us to know that we can do it, even if only for a few moments at first. There's some good stuff in this little video. Have a listen and start meditative breathing for five minutes each morning. Give yourself a chance to start the day with a peaceful mind and watch your moments of happiness grow. The second thing or another way that I seek out and kind of find a more positive state of mind is through my daily walks in nature. I'm lucky enough to live within a 30 minute walk of where I work and I walk to and from work every day in a park. The morning walk wakes me up and helps me set good intentions for the day. Some mornings I listen to music, mostly hip hop on some playlist that I've created. Other days I walk to work and practice mindful walking. Sometimes I'll list things that I'm grateful for or focus on my steps in a sort of meditative walk with slow breathing. I look around and enjoy the nature around me. 
um, which which is all around me, even in New York City. You know, it may not look like it's easy to find, but it really is. It's everywhere. The morning walk sets the stage for a good day. It wakes up my senses and lets me know that I'm part of something greater than myself. It kind of decentralizes my thoughts and opens me up to interacting with the world in a positive way. Now, after a long day at work, my walk home is usually interrupted by negative, stressful thoughts. Sometimes I ruminate over situations I wished had played out differently during the day, and I usually feel angry. The delusions are starting to kick up, you know, fear, anger, frustration, and the walk home is more about releasing those negative states of mind to free me up to transition back home with a sense of resolution and some calm. And usually by the time I get home, I'm ready to give up the negative thoughts and take some time for myself. These days I come home and I try to write this podcast and for about two hours until it's time to make supper. So my walks in nature are important for helping me get to a better state of mind. I don't always have control over my thoughts. Some days it's hard to see the silver shine, but the glisten and glimmer is there if I call it up. Maybe I won't be able to do it today, but I will someday. The glimmer will be that much richer and shinier because I've endured the darkness and gray. I leave you with two journal prompts. Think about them, write about them, and get in touch with your feelings. The first one is, when and in what situations do you have the most control over your thoughts and why? And the second, write about a time when your perception was so sunny and peaceful that it colored an event or situation in a beautiful, amazing way. Until next time, don't forget to stay on the bright side of the beat. To check out my free podcast, head to my website, lettheverseflow.com, or find me on all major podcast apps. I'll be sharing stories, my original poetry, and music playlists that inspire this show. We're in this together. So reach out to me on instagram.com, lettheverseflow, and let me know what you think and what topics you'd like me to cover. You'll also find extras, like how I create this show and what inspires my music selections and poetry. I hope you'll tune in to Let the Verse Flow to hear my reflections from the bright side of the beat.